Welcome to Playing With Perspective, the suspended animation podcast, where we hear real stories from real people and we tackle all sorts of fun topics in the areas of business, marketing, entrepreneurship, mindset, the arts, and well, life itself. It's amazing what you'll pick up. Thanks for joining us. Welcome everyone, Friday afternoon, another week, it's episode 212 of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. I'm Darren Saul, your host, and I've got the fantastic Raz Khan back on the show again. How many times has this been, Raz? This is not third, I think. Um, I think. Yeah, but I thought I was doing every 150th episode, so 212. I'm a bit disappointed. I'm, I'm getting in early. I must be good. Yeah, don't uh, worry. We'll, we'll have you back again. Don't worry. Yeah, you, you know, I'm the only guy that keeps liking my own um, YouTube video of myself in the interview. So maybe, you know, you're taking those numbers, but it could be misdirection. <laughs> Absolutely. And yes, today we're going to be talking all about boosting sales with AI, the new game changer. And Raz, you know, is all about it. So I wanted to pick his brain, bring him on the show and really give everybody a really good understanding of AI and, you know, its place in business and sales today. But I'll give you a little bit of a rundown into who Raz is, for anybody who hasn't seen previous episodes. Raz has been in the web design business since 1990. He has seen changes in the industry and works with business owners to ensure their web, social media, and SEO strategy is in line with the times. As a digital marketing expert, he understands the challenges and rewards of owning a business. To this end, he believes in the power of giving back and in the potential of every business owner to achieve their goals. He is passionate about engaging with motivated business professionals and is here to serve as your business growth coach, offering bespoke solutions to drive your business. So Raz, welcome back, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure, Darren. You are a professional podcaster and a professional interviewer. Oh. I, honestly, I have watched you from your first interview to now, and you just, there are very few people, 5% of the people in the industry right now who can do what you do. Oh, Seriously. I really appreciate that. And, no, I, uh, you, and to give back, Raz is the guy that does all my website stuff, all my <laughs> landing pages, all Raz. So he does great work. <laughs> <laughs> thank you i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> but mate for everybody who hasn't seen you before tell us a bit more about you and your journey and just give us a bit of a background story to who you are this is probably a little bit boring but uh yeah <laughs> uh, i mean boring I, with you boring for me i think everything i've done has led me to where i am today i mean as you know i, I started as an accountant a qualified accountant and uh, back in those days, we didn't really have a lot of internet. We had those modems that, you know, they made that funny sound. <laughs> now, I really sound old now. But <laughs> but what I did there was, uh, I mean, the tax returns were basically these little magazine-style uh, booklets. I scanned them and I made them into an online form that I basically would fill in the fields and uh, press a button that I had calculations behind. It would calculate the tax liability. So that got me into IT. And then I ended up working for a chartered accounting firm um, doing my chart accounting with the uh, um, but in IT right. and I learned how to program in that and learning how to run servers yeah. so that obviously led to an easy transition I got called in to work overseas as a consultant and so I got to see the life as a consultant I got to see life as an accountant I got to see the life as well next jump was when I came back to Australia I ended up working for a non-profit organization for many years as the IT project manager and so, uh, you know, I went from basically um, running my own business, understanding how business works to um, understand creating applications that made my business work a lot more efficiently to, and I was building CRMs back then because I would take those people who already lodged their returns through my system, I would convert them into a CRM and send them automatic emails saying, hey, tax time again. From there to basically, you know, that programming along knowledge took me into how to put it end to end in project so that I can actually run from end to end. And I realized everything is process driven. Even marketing is process driven. And then eventually when I was working for the NPO, you know, I was sitting on change committees. I was sitting on, um, you know, project steering committees, acting as secretary for a lot of these committees. And uh, what, what happened from there is I realized wherever I was, whichever board members I was speaking with, I was actually selling something. I was selling the project, I was selling an ID. Yep. And that led me, beautifully into marketing which is all about selling 
And that basically is how do you convince someone that they need something? And and I'd already known because I'd been sitting on with these board members, you know, multiple personalities. Some were more concerned about financial. Some were more concerned about the end result. Some were more concerned about, well, hang on, this is going to cause disruption, the pain points. So all that led me into where I'm today, where I'm running my own agency. And we run two different agencies. We have an agency for the web design and we have an agency for basically as a digital marketing agency to help service-based businesses grow their business. And, you know, we, we show them how to do it. We train them along the way so that one of the things I learned is you don't want to be dependent on someone. So we built it for you and then we show you how we built it so you can go in and do it yourself. And one of the biggest changes we I've noticed that we've done now in web design is we not just design a website, but we also design landing pages, you know, landing pages that are linked to email systems. So that because a website now is not just a brochure, it's a marketing tool. Definitely. You know, and so we go. Every page should be a landing page, yeah? 100% that was in my training you know I I did this training recently on how to create an engaging website for startups and I said every page should be a landing page there should be a call to action doesn't matter what it is there has to be a call to action so there you go that's boring but yeah exciting at the same time I mean I'm I, I loved it because it was just the the challenges and overcoming those challenges to the extent where you realize everything you've done like Marketing today, and I said this to you, I believe, in the last time we spoke, is 2023 is going to be all about data. And it is all about data now. Everything, and that's a beauty. The advantages that I have is that, you know, I came from an accounting background. And so a lot of the the people that work with me also came from similar industries, which is why we concentrate on accountants, lawyers, consultants, coaches, because we've all been there and we all understand how they work on both sides, not just as that particular person but as a customer to that particular category. Love it. And obviously now it's a beautiful segue into AI because that's the next version in a way. Listen, 100%. And and the funny thing is it's only been around for a while, uh, not even a year yet, and it's changed everybody's life. Absolutely. You know, revolutionized you, everything. Absolutely. If you're not using it every day, you are falling behind. And it's not a case of, you know, I I don't know how to use it. There's plenty of videos out there. Even on our website, we, you know, top of the page, we uh, every time I find a great educational video in AI, I throw it into my Pinterest board. Yep. And so on the top there, I've got a link to that Pinterest board. You can jump straight in and read all this education stuff, what you can do with AI. And because and there are, most of them are actually TikToks, which means yeah. they have only got about two to three minutes to explain something to you. So if you're telling me you haven't got time to watch two or three minutes of videos, then really what you're busy being busy i think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't mean am I, I am very direct as you know darren i'm very direct and very straight to the point so i apologize if i offend anybody no, no, way. No. so i mean let's jump in why should we use ai why can't we just say oh forget about it i'm very happy doing what i've always done why do i need to start with ai now? I, I think it's 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 not here or there you don't have to use AI no one's forcing I know people who basically have said that I'm going to continue down the path that I'm I know works for me but then you've got other business owners and this is majority of the other business owners who sort of go well where do I start what do I need to know you know how do I even simple things like how do I set up a sales funnel what should I put in the sales funnel? And, and a lot of people get caught up on what sort of content should I have in landing pages and how should the flow of the landing pages be? Well, it's I consider AI to be like an assistant that you've hired on. Yep. And so, you know, depending on what the role of that assistant is, you could say it's a digital marketer, it's an educator, it's a, it's a, you know, a shop owner. You can tell it to be whatever you want, you need for your business and then ask it questions about your business and let it help you get there. And especially now that you've got a lot of solopreneurs out there who are with a side hustle, want to go from side hustle to a full-time gig. This is the easiest way is what you've got an assistant now that you can actually talk to. And as I said to you earlier, I don't have a lot of friends, so AI is my friend, <laughs> but you know, you've actually got a, to be honest, you've actually got a partner in the business who understands your business yeah. and knows how to communicate your needs to your ideal customers. It even it, it will even tell you who your ideal customers are. Yeah, isn't that you know, it's 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 a no-brainer too. It's very easy to do. I mean, I'll share some of the tactics that we use in our agency. One of the questions we ask our clients is, you know, um, who are your competitors? 
And the reason we ask that question is not just to have a look at who the competitors are and how they're doing things. We can actually take their data from the competitor's website. I shouldn't be, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Data from their website and then ask AI who is their ideal customer. And when it spits out, you know, a table of information such as the pain points, the, the demographics, the psychographics, we can then align those competitors, you know, profile, customer avatar profiles together and say, well, this is who your customer is really. Because if they're your competitors, they're also your custom. Their customers are your customers. So there's so much you can do now with AI and get you started that you're no longer sitting there for months trying to get a website up and running. You can have a website up and running in days, yeah, with the right content. Yeah, you know, like even the other day, for the first time properly, I thought, you know what, I'm going to play with ChatGPT. Yeah, I thought I said, just write a post, a little five line blog post about something. It came mm-hmm. out so beautiful. I said, wow, this is unbelievable. And yeah. then another example of AI obviously being integrated into lots of other software and websites. Yeah. I was doing something for a meetup group and I just gave it three different topics for the group. Yeah. And I had mm-hmm. to write, they, 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 the AI bot automatically generated a whole introduction summary yeah. for the meetup group. I said, this is unbelievable. And I, with three words, I said, wow. Yeah, it's a, yeah, you know, it's there is a, a set framework on what's on the prompts. The prompts are those things that you put in there, the questions That's you right. put in there, right? So if you if you're doing meetups, you can turn around and say you are a meetup organizer expert. Yeah. So like I said, you know, think of it as another person working with you. You got to give it a role and say what I'm after. And and this is something that I see a lot of people object and they go, oh, you know, I've used AI. It's too generic. The answers are too simple. You know, it doesn't really know my customers. Well, here's the thing. This is the most important part. You, you know, if you take anything away from today, just take this part away. And that is AI is just machine learning. It learns as you tell it more information. So rather than jumping straight in saying, you know, you're a meetup expert, jump in and say, listen, this is what my business is. This is what I do. And this this is, again, another part of our agency. We ask you what your value proposition is. Yeah. Your value proposition is basically what you do, who you do it for, and what makes you stand out. Those are really the three things that we, marketers play with. So what we do, the reason we ask you to do that is we then pump it into AI. We, we go, this is my business name. This is what I do. This is who are my cust- I, I believe my customers are. And this is how I differentiate myself. And then here's the part that's most important. It's machine learning. So you say, is there any other information you need from me before I ask you more questions? And it will, it may, it may not, but it may spit out a, a four or five other questions to, to answer. Wow, I didn't know you could. You know, yes, absolutely. You can you can go and I'll, I'll you know, I shouldn't a lot of stuff stuff is in the training that I'm doing later on. But <laughs> but the beauty here is your te- your it's letting you know what it needs to know gotcha. in order for it to understand your business. Yep. Now the other thing is you, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it doesn't understand the way I write. Well, have you uploaded information to it to say, hey, listen, have a look at it, my existing blogs? Can you write me a blog that's similar in the style and the language that I use? Wow. Again, how do, you, it's machine how learning. do you do that? Is that is that okay. on the free version or do you have to have the paid version? That's on the plus version. That's on the paid version, right? I mean, you can still do a lot of this stuff on the free version if you want to, by actually taking the content out and just making it into text content and asking the question based on the text content. Right. It's a lot easier if you've got blogs in Word document, you just upload multiple Word documents and say, Go analyze these five word documents or write me a blog in the same style and language as these. Um, you know, so the plus, there is so much you can do in the plus that you cannot do in the free. Uh, but in saying that, there's nothing stopping you from doing it in the free. It's just rethinking a little bit in terms of how do I do it? If how do I convert this into just text only? That's it. Gotcha, gotcha. And with the free version, is it like, will it kind of build a profile for you? So it always knows Raz is back. I want to yeah. do it in Raz's style. Yeah, yeah, it will. Now, what this is something called prompt um, chaining. Right. What it is is a lot of people don't realize this. They'll go and ask a question, and then they'll start a new chat to ask another the question based on the last question. Uh-huh. You can actually ask the same questions in the one prompt. Keep doing it, and the more information you have in that prompt, the more it actually starts to understand you. Ah, so even and if they're unrelated um, topics, just keep even unrelated the same topics. Trial. Again, remember I said, you know, think of it as somebody who's joined your your workforce. So right. it, it, further down the track, you say, oh, I need a copywriter now. And then you say, you are you are a copyright expert. 
So now you've basically changed the person you're talking to. You know, oh, I need it. I need someone who knows podcasting. Well, okay, you you are now a podcast expert in the same conversation going down. Gotcha. You know, so that's called that's just prompt chaining. It's just you're continuing that conversation under the one banner. So you'll notice even with myself there, you know, I've got limited number of chats because they're all related to the one subject matter for my business. Now, if you've got the plus version, there's actually a setting where you can actually answer all these your own personal business questions in the settings and from there onwards anything you do it already knows who you are and what you do and it will respond to that accordingly wow and does that mean that you never turn you never close the website down or can you can you go back to a previous chat you can, yeah you can go back to any previous chat it's, it's, historically they are all there the oh. I, I believe in the in the free version there there's a limitation on that but in the plus version it keeps all your history everything yeah. Really? I mean, I've got. I went back to a chat that uh, I started in, and it's it's broken down by months. I think I started it back in uh, January, and I was reading the chats that I was doing back in January, and I com- I was comparing the prompts, the questions I was asking, and it's a completely different approach now. You know, back then I'd, I'd ask simple questions as you did in, in the meetup. You know, write a blog for me in the meetup, make it three hundred you know words, and talk about these subjects. Whereas now I'm actually going to far more detail. You know, the meetup is about this create an engaging blog post that is 300 that speaks to these particular people right. you know um, and make it persuasive for them to take action gotcha okay and so this, that this actually gets really scary because you know there's lots of people in the book industry as a ghost writer ai now can mm, probably write mm. you a book if you say write me a yeah. book now and all the information i've just uploaded over the last month i want you to write yeah. Yeah, I mean, or 50 page book on this go yeah i'll share something that i'm not going to mention the person <laughs> for you know privacy purposes but we that's exactly what we showed them and trained them how to do we said first start with who you are what's the subject matter you want to be an expert in and what are the pain points what are the solutions or benefits things that you'd have normally in a book and then then we said write the chapters to the book And so, and we said, make sure the chapters are engaging and make sure that they're SEO optimized and they're appealing to this audience. Okay. So SEO optimized as well. SEO optimized as well. And so what what it did was it spat out seven chapters. And then we said in the same chain, we turned around and said, now give me chapter one. Give me chapter two. Give me chapter. We didn't even name the chapters. You just give me chapter one. Give me chapter two. And it, it came out with the, the heading of the name and it, it, grew, it gave us a blog. Within the blog, we also said, give us chapter one and tell us what imagery we should be using and what quote we should have for that chapter. So it spat out a quote and it spat out a, a description of an image. Now, we use back then we were using Mid Journey to create the image because all we use copy the description, throw it in Mid Journey. And up came the image now you can actually with the uh, microsoft's uh, browser they've linked into davinci 3 who just got released so you can actually go to bing um, go bing.com forward slash create and paste that description in and it'll pop up four different images for you that are too easy that i have no like copyright free no copyright i mean you have to keep in mind ethical you know there, there is uh, the machines don't have any ethics but no it's copyright it's copyright free so it's not a stock image it's an image that's been melted with some of the stock images now unfortunately the images aren't that great at the moment but i give it time and they will be much better you know it's incredible what so so i'm gonna i'm gonna go one extra and just share this with people out there because i'm an agency and i can't help but tell everybody what to do Uh, (laughs) you can take that book you can then convert it into an epub and you can sell it on amazon so you know you've got basically and then underneath underneath your name you're you're a publisher now all of a sudden so and that's how a lot of people are doing ghostwriters are doing it they're they're writing these and it comes down to you know if you are a subject expert and a lot of the information is based on your knowledge that's fine yeah. Uh, but if you're just going to do it straight through AI, I think it's unethical. Um, but if, if you can back it up and understand it, that this is my expertise and yes, I agree with everything in there, I think that's fine. It's just, you know, you're not, uh, if you can't afford a copywriter, this is a great way to do it. But one of the things that I always, always say to, and I did say to this client as well, is it's not just about the content that you're offering. It's your story. Yeah. And 2023, again, is not just data. It's the authenticity of your story. 
it's uh, something that happened, you know, when I was doing the course and somebody asked me a question, is aren't you worried they'll ask you a question you don't know? I go, no, it's about being authentic. If I don't know, I'll tell them I don't know it. But you got to walk in that door knowing that I know my subject matter. I'm good at it. Just like, you know, when I saw you when you walked on stage uh, and you were talking about podcasting, you now know so much about podcasting that you look forward to the question that might be too hard to answer. You know, and then that's that's it. If you know your subject matter, then it doesn't matter what people ask you. And if you don't know it, they are forgiving. They they actually appreciate that as being more authentic. That you're you're admitting the fact that maybe it's something I need to learn. Yeah, or you know where to go for the answer, or you know how to research it. Or exactly. Well, you know where to go, ChatGPT. But anyway, that's another. <laughs> now, actually, on that point, is ChatGPT like everybody's talking about ChatGPT? But are there any other types of? Hundred percent. Or is it always ChatGPT? No, no. There, there are there are plenty of other software packages out there people aren't aware of. I mean, you know, you you probably heard of the ones you've heard of probably Claude, um, which is a competitor of ChatGPT. Oh, so have a look. Uh, just oh. Google Google Claude. The irony of googling Claude. <laughs> Google have got their own, which is Bard. Wow. I mean, they're coming out with a product called Gemini, which, uh, you know, they haven't bought it out yet. They they're releasing it in beta to special people. Uh, apparently, I'm not one right. of them, um, but. <laughs> They are coming out with their own, like Bard. To me, Bard is still not a hundred percent there. And then you've got you've got you know Bing, you know Microsoft Bing, who made a deal with ChatGPT. So, and this is something that you know you asked me earlier about. Do you need the plus? Well, Bing already is linked to ChatGPT four, so you don't have to pay for it. Wow. The reason we pay for it is that I, we find there's a lot more empowerment in the plus version for us you know but if you're just you don't want to pay for it go use bing it's already linked to chat gpt4 yeah. and it's already got the ability to do everything chat gpt4 does um and there's other products that people aren't aware of and i don't want to scare people but there's and i'm not going to name any because everybody's going to start googling them there are other programs ai programs that you can actually run off your own pc and these ones don't have restrictions is it uh, and they have a lot more what's called hallucination, oh. which I'm going to leave to people to Google because, it, you know, when when people talk about AI and hallucination, <laughs> it's not about what we think it's about. That's but, right. <laughs> but you know, these other programs have a lot more hallucination because there are no boundaries for it, which also makes it a little bit scary because there are no boundaries. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there, there are probably at least 10 plus products out there, uh, you know, available right now that people can jump on. If you want to know what they are, jump on Reddit. You'll be able to find all of them there. And a lot of the other platforms that we use day to day, even things like LinkedIn, have already built in AI into the, into the panels. It's funny you say that, right? And that's it. That's it. Everything we do, I don't know if people notice, even for our websites, we actually have AI built in on the back end of, of building a website. Um, LinkedIn has the ability. And, and the only thing I, I find LinkedIn still, people are saying that it's actually doing this, but I, I'm still not seeing it. Is LinkedIn is capturing what you've already written and using that style yeah. to build forward You know your, your next post. Um, but I, I haven't seen that yet uh, working as well as I you know, I'd wish it to be, but think about, you know, the irony is, and I was thinking about this earlier is AI has been around for a lot longer than, you know, the, the less than a year that we think it's been around. Yeah. Facebook has been using, it's called, it's, it fell under the banner of algorithm. Right. Facebook has been using AI for multiple years. Uh, Google has been using, you know, algorithm AI for multiple years. I mean, the whole idea behind Facebook ads and Google ads is, we're going to put you in front of the people who actually want your product. And so in the beginning, you tell it who you think these people are. And then Facebook turns around and says, uh-uh, you're a bit wrong. These are the people you should be in front of. And so I'm going to put them in front of these people instead. That's the whole idea behind the algorithm on Facebook ads. Yeah. And so it's been around for a lot longer. It's just been publicly made available recently. That's it. You know, I mean, everybody's like, I mean, Spotify, I'm sure you you use Spotify. Spotify has the ability to know after figuring you out, and again, machine learning, what you listen to. And it says, hey, I've actually got some music here that appeals to you personally. And this is a new thing in 2023 onwards is that we're, we no longer want to be bashed together like sheep. We want something that's individual, personalized to our needs because we are unique and that's the younger millennial generation you know we are unique we want something that's customized to our needs we you know we don't work for the man we work for ourselves sort of thing 
<laughs> is AI machine learning? Is that what it is, or are they different? That's all it is. AI is machine learning. What AI? If you really want to get down to it in the simplest form, AI—they've done a lot of web scraping. They went through all the websites around the world and they scraped them and they put them into a table. Like everything else, a website is a table. The content in your website is a table. They put it into a table and they're allowing you to query that table. The difference between ChatGPT three, ChatGPT four is how much of that data you can actually query. Okay, and that's why I think it's worth it's worth using ChatGPT four because ChatGPT I think it's I can't remember the top of my head and I don't want to get numbers wrong, but it's probably one tenth of what ChatGPT for the content ChatGPT four is you know capturing. But the problem there is as well is that you know the the mistakes that ChatGPT uh, three is making. It's a bigger scale in ChatGPT four because now you've got more data. So you can turn around and say two percent of the the data from ChatGPT and three is you know wrong, but imagine that yeah. two or three percent in ChatGPT four. It's a, it's a the, the the content itself is greater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. I mean, it's it's just mind blowing. But what? Where do we have to worry? Like, if everybody's going to jump on the bandwagon and start using this for everything, where do we have to say, oh, we've got to be careful here? Is, is there any danger with this? Uh, the, I, I think there's a lot of danger because one of the things that we are doing is we're we're becoming like sheep. You know, we are, we are following, uh, and and the irony is we I've tried this a few times. You use the same prompt on these different systems, and the response generically is around the same. Now the, the differentiator is is that there's no personal authenticity in the content that it spits out, and that's what you know. You, what you're going to do is sure you've got SEO optimization. But people want to be able to read content where it's more personalized. And, and like I said to you earlier, it's more about your story than it is about the content as well. Okay. And then that's what we got to make sure that we include a part of our soul in the content that we get from AI, which we won't do. But it, uh, honestly, um, it's give it another six months. And I think you'll have that in there as well. You know, um, Really, but, it's it's use the product, but then... Whatever it gives you, don't just copy and paste it verbatim. That's, that's Tailor it a little bit to your personality. 100%. That's all it is. It's just, it's something that's offering a starting point. Yeah. It's it's up to you then to change that to accommodate who you are, who authentically you are. Yeah. yeah. You know. Love it. Or you might even get the result and you might say, make it a bit funnier, make it a bit drier, make it a bit more legal sounding, make it a bit more whatever, and it will do it for you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, I, I, the the course I do on the thirty day content using AI. You know, I actually and and this is where it gets a little scary. I actually said, you know, I want some of the engagements to be funny, others to be informative, and then it sort of gave me the breakdown of my thirty day calendar plan. And at the bottom, it said week one to four, I made it funny. Week four, you know, five to seven, I made it engaging. And so, it literally, I mean, if you ever use chat, well, you have used. I love the end notes at the end. Like it, it gives you what you want. In the end, it sort of gives you a hint of what you should be doing. Here's, here's the other thing you can do. You know, like we we use this, and I should maybe I shouldn't give this away, but I'll give it away. <laughs> so, so when we do the persona stuff, and we go, hey, you know, here's a landing page. We tell Chat GPT go critique this landing page as the persona that you've told us that would come to our business and it will give you a full critique. And then we just go implement everything you've suggested and boom, it's it's giving you a landing page that's very specific to your persona. You know, it's just, just, these are the, that's why I, we go that the prompts are so important and that's why prompt engineers are being paid ridiculous amount of money at the moment uh, by companies because it all comes down to, how do you talk to this machine to an extent where it'll give you the right information? Yeah. You know, and it's the old saying garbage in, garbage out. So if you're just going to ask it a generic in you know, a question without telling it who you are, yeah. it's going to give you that generic answer. And then you're going to go, oh, this doesn't work. Yeah. It's like you want a, an insightful answer, ask an insightful question. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. 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 But where I want to uh, what I want to ask and take it further is a lot of people are talking about like specific scripts or, you know star hash forward slash in brackets to do certain things do you have you heard of that kind of thing no i i, I haven't heard of that um <laughs> the, it might be mid journey you're talking about uh, mid journey has Maybe. the uh, option of forward slash imagine and that gives it the prompt ability it's it really is the old school dos systems you know where you would give it a command after the, the line this mm-hmm. is what i want you to do but in the command after the forward slash 
do it this format, forward slash, do this with it, make it this many characters. But no, I, I think what they've done with ChatGPT is they've incorporated all that in simple language. So you don't need to use any formatting in there. You just need to tell it exactly what you're after. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I haven't seen that. I'll, I'll keep my eyes open for that. If that, as I said, we we use that on Mid Journey. Okay. We basically will tell it the. I mean, for yourself, you know, as you, you're big on photography as well, is we will tell it what camera to use in Mid Journey. So we say use a Canon, this model. And the photography to be this size, you know, 35 millimeters. Yeah. So you can go and the lighting to be this. And then that's when you need the, you know, the extra comma, this, comma, this, comma, this, to get that exact picture you're after. Right. So Mid Journey is like AI for photography. AI photography, yeah. And so, the beauty is that Mid Journey, you know, there is again a paid version of Mid Journey. It is paid anyway. You can't really use it for free, but we recommend just use Bing yeah. because Bing is using DALI. And right. Dali is just like Mid Journey; it's no different. Right. You know, the only thing you'll find with a lot of these is that the eyes and the hands—it just can't get it right. Uh-huh. So the eyes look a bit odd, uh-huh. and sometimes keep an eye on the hands that you, uh, the photos you get, because sometimes they may have six fingers. <laughs> Love it. I got nothing against people with six fingers before it gets out of hand. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just to me. This is just. You know, it's astounding. I mean, this is such I, a leap ahead. Of what you, know, you haven't heard anything. Like we, a lot of people aren't aware of what's going on in the market space. And, and I spoke about this probably a year and a half ago. I spoke about what's called omni-channel. Right. Omni-channel is, um, just to explain to people who don't know, is when you're, let's say you bought something online from a store and then you come into the store itself, they've already got the history of what you bought online and they can tell you what you'd be interested in to enhance what you bought online or to if you look for a replacement. Yeah. And so they it's like a bit like having a, a online stalker. They stalk you. And then when you, you know, when you go to another location, let's say you went to a store in Brisbane, then you went to a store in Sydney, they know historically everything about you it's like a hotel you know they know you know mr khan how are you sir we know that you look you're like a mint on your pillow we left a mint on your pillow etc <laughs> etc yeah. and this is something that was difficult to do many years ago because it was all built around a car now it's just so much easier to the extent where with ai it already has all this data instantaneously it's not going out to a server to look for it, it says i've already known straight away what it is that you want and that's the scary part about it and, and i'll tell you where i'm going with this is it's already happening now and it hasn't come to the full extent you will have and this is why face meta is investing so much on ar and vr you'll be able to rather than going into the store you'll feel like you're going into the store by wearing wearing those you know glasses goggles and you will actually it will show you what you would look good in in a dress you know if you let's say you go to a dress store you don't need to choose a dress. It already knows what you know your habits are, your sizes are. It will automatically choose the dresses and you'll go, oh my God, yep, yeah, I want that. And you'll literally be able to blink an eye and buy that. Oh my God. I mean, Ray-Bans have literally come out with a $299 glass that does exactly that. It's like acts like a camera. But this is already available. It just hasn't been available to the public yet. It's available to some of these other countries who are already way far ahead of us in technology-wise. So that's where we're going where, and this is, you asked me earlier, is there, is there an issue, a warning? That's the problem I have with AIs. I love AI to death, but I, w- I still want to be able to make my own decisions, mm. you know. Um, but at the end of the day, at least one of the things that I, I was literally saying to someone today, I said, people are lazy. They want someone else to make the decision for them. And that's what AI is doing for you now. It's letting, it's making a decision for you so you don't have to think about anything. Yeah, it's un- and in, 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 in a speed that is just, unfathomable and yeah i mean you don't you don't even need to research anymore it it's done that for you within seconds it's all there for you just yeah 100 so so that's where we're going that and that's that's where i think we'll we'll end up but again i i still feel that maybe because i'm an old school person but i still feel you know the human touch is important I, I feel like, like I, I'd love to hear your story and what got you here and, and what's, you know, why are you doing this? You know, like I tell people my story is, you know, I, I watched my dad work in a corner store and he worked hard and I don't want business owners to, to go through that life. I, you know, I want them to remember they got into business because they want to spend more time with their families and they want to enjoy their time because once it becomes too hard, it becomes a job. And then when, once it becomes a job, you hate what you love. Yeah. And so that's my story. And that's why I do the pay for stuff. And, and that you can't 
tell AI, you can't teach AI to do that. You know, yeah. But what I want to ask about as well is confidentiality. I mean, who owns the privacy or the confidentiality of all this information? Can't you get into trouble at some point if AI's generated something for you and someone says, actually, I copyrighted that five years ago? Well, here's a question. I mean, it, it hasn't been taken to court as yet. And so no one's actually taken it to court to enforce that regulation. And the thing is, you you can copyright anything. Take, give me an example. What would you copyright? Uh, so, so I got AI to write me a book about all my past podcast episodes. Right. Okay. That, so that's my data. So that's that's your data, data, right? Now, if I if I said take this book, and, and it's funny, you can do this literally. If I said take this book and rewrite it for me, but include links to my website, change the name to myself, right? then yes, you can sort of go, hang on, you're talking about similar subject matters to what I had. But the thing is, if you don't have a trademark on any of this stuff here, it's open source. And the thing is, to get trademarks, it's generally built around a brand. It could be built around a logo. It could be built around a framework, you know. And so if someone's going to use that framework, yes, you can sue them for that. But the thing with AI is it will change a few things here and there. So you don't really have that ability to do to sue the con for the content. So it still you, knows to tweak things a little bit. So it's not copying things verbatim. Verbatim. You've actually got programs out there, which uh, you know I, I know a lot of a lot of students use it. Is you can actually like there's I think there's plagiarize.io and there's a few of them out there where you can actually grab what you got from AI and put it into this other program and say check make sure it's not plagiarized and also if it is let me know and it'll come back and say it's 89 percent humanized but you know two you know two to five percent is plagiarized and you then go into ai chat and say listen remove the plagiarism and change the content and then you throw back in the system there's the solution yeah an ai an ai layer to make sure that it's it's not somebody else's material 100 percent, and this is what's going on at the moment is that you've got a lot of artists whose imagery you know has been taken out into mid journey and dali and converted slightly so that yeah. they don't actually have a leg to stand on and that comes down to your the ethical nature of yourself yeah. you know if you're more concerned about making a sale over the ethics that's up to you but i mean as we, we're a bit different we we prefer to stay within the ethical lines so we think it's you know someone else's hard work we don't want to override that hard work but when it comes to content information you know, it's, if you're repeating something of value, then I think it's helping that other person. If they were seeing something that two or three places, similar content, but the value is helping them make a decision, then I think it's that's fine. That's fine, yeah. Wow. You know, and I, and I come from a world of, and I think you do as well, world of collaboration where, you know, we go, hey, I'm, I'm happy to share what I know with you because maybe I don't see something, you know, I, I, I don't see something, but you do. And I go, oh, I didn't think of it that way. So it's, for me, it's a learning thing more so than it is. I'm I'm not going to share this information with you because you know you you could come across as better than me. No, I don't I don't care. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. the new world now, the new consciousness of sharing and helping each other and yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any good um, case studies of companies or brands using AI recently that you thought, wow, well, that was? Phenomenal. I mean, you can include me in there, but <laughs> you already know, like you know, Uber does it already. Uh, Uber drivers, basically, Uber knows, you know, if you've had a high rating of certain drivers in a certain location or you've been in a certain location, you know, and you've done the, the trip quite easily, Uber will go and redirect you right. to those locations again and again. You know, and I, the reason I know this, I've got friends of mine who Uber, and that's one of the things I go, well, we end up in similar neighbourhoods all the time or, right. you know, we, I've had this person before in my local area because Uber knows. Uber knows, hey, this person gave you five stars, you know, and if you're in that area, I'm going to give you that particular customer over the others that could be closer to you. Uh, Spotify, as I mentioned earlier, are doing it. We do it. We take, so what happens when you do, let's say, let's, let's talk about Facebook ads we spoke about earlier. So in Facebook, if you look at the back, the meta um, dashboard, business dashboard, when you do a campaign, it will spit out uh, um, data about it. It'll say, you know, these are the impressions, these are the results, this is the click-through rate, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm sure people know about this, but you can dump that data into an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. 
And so generally what happens is in a campaign, you have a campaign and you'll underneath campaign, you can have multiple ad sets, ad sets of the different personas. And underneath each of the persona ad sets, you will have ads, which are basically, you can have five, six ads to one persona. Therefore, you could have 10 ads if you've got two personas. This is more, now, this is so you test, this is for it, testing. Now, this is for live campaigns. And yeah. what, what happens sometimes is the campaigns aren't working as you expected. Yeah. So what we do is we actually use ChatGPT. We upload the Excel spreadsheet into it. This is ChatGPT Plus. We upload the Excel spreadsheet into it. We tell it basically, this is who we're targeting. This is our differentiator. We want them to use a click-through. We want them to click on the button. Right. And so but we then tell ChatGPT, ask ChatGPT, this is all the information about us. And you tell us how to optimize these Facebook ads and it will spit out for you exactly what you should be changing for which ad set. Right. So we'll, we'll ask questions like which ad sets are working, which ad sets should we close, you know, which, what message should we, should we change the message? What should that message be? We'll, we even ask ChatGPT what your recommendations are. If you were this particular persona, well, can you, can you make that change for us? And it'll spit out a brand new ad copy for you to try out. Okay. And, and you can then take it to the next level and do the same thing with landing page and say, you know, now that you've got the ad copies, can you address the landing page? If you were the particular persona, what would you critique about this landing page? It'll say, well, this, 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 this. And so we'll go ahead and upload your suggestions and it will change the landing page for you ready to go. It's changing the whole world of copywriting. It is, it is, and and uh, we we still have our copywriters. I just want to make sure they understand you've still got a job. You you won't lose copywriters because one thing copywriters do is they they understand the whole human element. They understand the authenticity. They understand you know that it AI may spit out something, but will make it so that the person actually wishes to read it. Yeah, yeah. you it's know, still, it's still a marriage between the AI and the human. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So copywriters, there's a lot of people out there going, oh, we don't need copywriters. No, you still need copywriters, uh, you know. Yeah, it's just, like, these are tools that copywriters will use exactly. to make jobs more efficient and more effective. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and if you don't have the budget, I mean, this is tools that will help a small business owner get to a level where they can then officially afford copywriters as well. That's it. You know. Unbelievable. And, and I mean, in the future, we'll probably have some kind of robot walking around That'll cook for us, get us coffee, answer all these questions. I, I don't think you follow. I don't think you follow Elon Musk, do you? Elon Musk is actually he's, he's already got one of those. Um, and it's funny because uh, you know if you if you look at Star Trek, yeah. Um, and, and not that I'm a techie, but if you look at Star Trek back in 1960s, everything, all those features that they were talking about back then are now available today. You know, and so what's what we see today in a lot of the sci-fi's. How do we know that is not what's going to happen in the next five years? What it, what it is doing is ex expediting a lot of these things. And so you have, and and probably we're probably not in the um, um, their pay grade. Thank you, <laughs> not in our pay grade that that we got people out there who already have these robots in the house. I mean, I saw a 1960s ad where the the mum gets on a little phone a little mini phone speaker or something and says you know what do you want for dinner and and then the computer you know the the father says i want a hamburger and the computer says well based on your what you've eaten so far you know the ingredients you need is this 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 for healthy appetite <laughs> and then it makes it and so all everybody in the family basically has a different meal yeah you know say oh you don't like onion that one's for jenny you like salt <laughs> that one's for john yeah i'll tell you the funny thing um darren is that uh isn't that what Uber East does? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know, we don't know we'll have to have the same meal anymore like we used to, you know, 20 years ago with our parents sitting around a table. Right. We can just go and Uber Eat yeah. and eat what we want to eat at that time that we feel is right for us. So, yeah. same. I used to think, like, I used to love watching the Jetsons when I got home from school. <laughs> but we're way past the Jetsons now. We're at yeah. Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, there's self-driving cars. It's, it's just yeah, in the US, it's not happened here because we have regulations around uh, auto self-driving cars. Yeah. But in the US, you know, Domino's already utilizing those cars to make deliveries for pieces. You know, you walk in, you grab your piece, and you know, and the car thing. drives so off without the car drives off. Anything. You know, and the car knows the time. And so if you say thirty minutes, it'll be there in thirty minutes. The car already knows the time, and you know, it knows when it has to get there. It works out calculates the traffic. You know, so I think I think. It's, yeah, it's, in five years, we'll, when we talk about this even further, I think AI will just be something that's tip of our tongue. It just comes up naturally. It's, it's, it's like Google. 
it'll be you know the same way we, we talk about google the same way we'll talk about ai it's just it's now part of our lives it's what's after that that we do right, right now you i'm sure you've got an, an, an apple watch right now you know yeah, working out all... i haven't got i've got all the other stuff but i haven't got my apple. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want any more it's like oh please <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't have any apple products uh, i'm an android person that, uh... <laughs> you know it's it's just what's what's scary is that the speed and the acceleration in which mm. will come now after this leap yeah and, be, and, and that's what i said I, I said everything's expedited now everything's is going a lot faster so what something would have taken six months could take now a month yeah. uh, you know everything's going to happen so fast that it's it's interesting times though. I, I think yes, I agree. Everything's happening so fast, but at the same time, I think people are becoming aware of their personal needs. Mm. I'm seeing and it's something as funny is you know one of the things we do in our business is a lot of people say to me, "Raz, I want to work with you. I want to work for your business." And I go, "Let's have a phone conversation first, because we're on a journey together. We need to make sure we can work together. It's not something that we just do it like in the old days. You know, as a web designer." You, you would just do a website, you hand it over, you walk away. Yeah. Now we, I go, you know, in our business, we go, we do a website over three months and because you may decide to change your mind, you may decide, because I, I've been there as a project manager, seeing something being delivered that the end, end results isn't what the user, mm. it didn't meet the user expectations or they actually didn't realise that their business rules were a little different to what they, what they originally wrote. This allows you to go on that journey with somebody and, to go on that journey, I always say to people, I will only work with people who have similar values to me. Because if you have similar values, you will appreciate what I do and I will appreciate what you bring to the table. It's a two-way stream. Okay. And that's what I think is changing at the moment is that we, we now want to work with people who appreciate our value. And I was saying this to you earlier as, before the conversation about, you know, uh, what you bring to the table. You have to value what you bring to the table. And, and understand and that, each other as well. And understand each other. And that's the whole concept of authenticity. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's something that people can see through, you know, like when, when I, as you probably can tell today is, you know, everything I'm saying here is not because I know it and I will never say something I've never worked with or never tried myself. That's right. And that's something I tell everybody is that, you know, if, if you tell me you're using something like this or you're doing this and I don't know, I'll tell you straight off the bat, I don't know enough to make a comment on this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Wow. Well, Raz, I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> You've blown my, my mind today. <laughs> well, it, I will add one thing, though, uh, if anything. So probably about, it's a very old book, about 10 years old, I can't remember, but I read it about three years, called The Challenger Sale. Okay. And I don't know if you're aware of this book, but what it spoke about was that, you know, how do you get sales as a salesperson we're in a saturated market space. And the thing is that if you're already in that market and you've got a number of customers, data of, you know, how they're doing with the different approaches, then your approach is to say, listen, you know what, this is what you should be concentrating on. Be disruptive and do this. And the reason we're telling you is because we already have the data and we're telling you what the market is doing. We know where it's going because we deal with your, you know, 20, 30 other competitors. Now, imagine that concept 10 years ago now can be done within five minutes using AI. You know, so a lot of this old stuff I think is coming back, but it's just in a different wrapped in a different wrapper. That's it. I agree. You know, and, and that's where coming back to sales, talking about sales marketing, it is a blurry line, but both parties are relying on data that's now freely freely available. You don't need a massive processor, you don't need to write queries, you just ask now in simple human language. And you'll know the answer straight away. It's almost like uh, you know, in the old days we used to go to the shelf, the bookshelf, and get the encyclopedia. Now yeah. it's it's all there at our fingertips. We just type it in, and there it comes. And it's, and it's funny you mentioned books because I love reading books, but with that now with AI, I just ask AI to give me a summary of the book, <laughs> and it, it will sit, it'll spit out a summary, a simple eight eight point summary and then i can even go and, and this is the part where i think you're crossing the line being ethical and maybe i shouldn't mention this but <laughs> you can actually ask it to you know reprint chapter one chapter two chapter three and you literally can read the book for free um, not, not that i'm recommending anybody do that that's <laughs> wrong but i'm just saying the summary is beautiful especially when you're trying to get a, a grasp of the actual book itself and whether you want to go ahead and read the full book and make the purchase that would have been great yeah. for me when I was a kid because I used to hate reading books. I used to buy the crib notes, but yeah, fantastic for me. 
Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, Shakespeare, I, I still don't understand Shakespeare. It would be nice to have AI tell me now, you know, what Macbeth was all about, you know, rather than me having to wait till the movie came out going, geez, I hope I, you know, I pass the exam now that I've seen the movie. That's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure, you know. I love talking to you. You've always me too. Me too. Great information and great insight, and you give us thank you really cool ideas and tips that we might not normally think of. But tell us a bit more about the Fusion brand and how people can find you and work with you. Well, that's easy. You can see the brand behind me. The, the Fusion <laughs> brand. And it, it's something that um, I'm, I'm trying to remember. The Millionaire Mindset. Yeah. Uh, the author there. He, I can't remember his name, um, but uh, he, he said, you know, they asked him. His name was MK. But they said, you know, you, you're out there as TMK. So what's the T stand for? And he says, well, there's many MKs, but there's only one VMK. Oh, I like that. So we're the same. We're the fusion brand. It could be, and, and the reason we're fusion brand is, as we just spoke about today, you're always changing. Yeah. It's a changing world. You know, I mean, we started out, uh, and I'm now going to show my age now. Obviously, the gray hairs will give away. But <laughs> we started out, website design used to be 16 colors. Wow. And now there's 256,000 colors. Wow. So you, and in the old days, you know, developing website was more about building a brochure, an online brochure. That's all it was. Today, it's a marketing tool. It's a first point of contact for anybody to re to understand, you know, who you are and what you're bringing to the market space and how legitimate you are. And also, it's a tool that's helping you to actually grow your business. Before, you know, and here's a major difference. Before, it was all about, hey, you know, these are the services we offer, and then you go, wow, yeah, I want to work with you. Today, it's about, I don't care what your services are. I've got this problem. Can you help me solve it? Yeah. yeah. And that's it. That's uh, the other thing is that, you know, on our website, the Fusion Brand, you'll see there, we, you know, our job is to tell as many stories as we can to as many people. And that's what we believe the website does. It allows you to tell your story to as many people or in particular people who actually want to hear your story that's the difference yeah. and that's where the marketing comes into the website and so you know we, we've been here for a long time and seen a lot of transitions the other business we have is thrive fusion where we basically deal with service industries and we do everything to do as a digital marketing agency for the b2b platforms yeah. and then we've also got another one called digital marketing jungle which is exactly what you're doing. We have like, that's where we'll have events that are coming up. Because I, I, there's a big gap here pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, where, you know, I stopped, I used to host a lot of events, but now I'm training people online for a lot of events. So we use that platform for our events, our upcoming podcast, which I'm going to do your course, Darren, to get my podcast started. <laughs> um, and other stuff there. So we have three different businesses to do three different things. And the reason we do it in, in this way is not just to help those businesses, but also those particular businesses will want to know, how do I do this? And so if we haven't done it ourselves. We can't advise them. That's right. And it's no longer about just having one piece of the puzzle. Nowadays, it's a, a three-dimensional mm. journey. You can't mm. just have a website. You need to have digital marketing that drive people to your yeah. website. Yeah. And because there's so many social medias, I mean, if you jump on the Fusion Brand at the top there, you'll see there's a quiz on which social media channel should I be using. And that's the other problem people have. And this is this is also related to AI. You could, you know, we, we sort of advise you which channels you should be using. You know, for some people, TikTok works a lot better. For others, it's Instagram, you know, Reels. For others, it could be Google Ads. You know, LinkedIn will work, you know, for a simple organic approaches. So... You need to know, and, and what happens is a lot of these businesses will try everything and we go, stop that. First, figure out where your customers are and then go after that channel. And so we ask in our quiz, we actually ask you those questions and then we spit out the answer and this is where you should be concentrating your social channels on. That's the same with AI. People have jumped into AI and they've gotten excited, but they don't have a purpose to why they're using it. Yeah. And that's why a lot of them going, oh, the answers are too generic. It doesn't understand my customers. It doesn't really know my business because they never took the time to understand how AI works and understand machine learning. Yeah. Once you do that, it's just a game changer all of a sudden. And there's so much you can do with it after that. Give yourself a purpose and let AI drive that journey or that purpose for you. Can you upload audio and video into the into the Now you can. Version? 100%. You can actually, and I, and I saw the video of this, uh, this is probably everybody's seen the video of this, is you can actually take a picture of your bike and say, how do I adjust the seat? AI will then 
draw up exactly what you need to change and then give you step-by-step -step instruction on how to fix it. God, and you can now even do voice commands. You can actually say what you're after in AI and it will come back with the responses for you. Will it come back in vo with voice responses as well? Or that we're not there? No, it'll come back with text. Not there. It'll come back with text at the moment. You know. I'm sure it'll come there. 100%. 100%. I mean, a lot of these products that you see built on AI are actually just taking AI's chat GPT or board and they're actually adding another layer on top exactly, exactly. and then they're charging for it. Whereas I, my, my thing is I would say stick with chat GPT. It will give you everything. One of these products that I really love, which I think, you know, it, it's appealing to you as well is whisper AI, if you don't know it. So whisper AI can take sound and convert it to text. So what we do is basically if I come across a great YouTube video, I'll, I'll give you a strategy of marketing that we do. If you're in a particular subject matter, we will go to YouTube first. We will look at how many people have actually viewed that YouTube channel or that, that particular subject matter on YouTube. And the greater the number, obviously, the more effective the content. So we can take the sound from that YouTube using Whisper AI and Google, funny enough. We don't even have to. Um, we can utilize Google. And my my Google's just gone off. Mine, mine as well. <laughs> and you can actually upload that MP3 file and it will convert it to text for you automatically. Wow. Okay. But I'll go one step further. So there's actually an extension in Chrome that you can install where you can go to a YouTube channel. And I do this part of my training, show people, go to a YouTube channel, find the one you like, and you click on this extension and it will give you a summary of the whole YouTube. And so you you take that summary because you know it's a subject matter that's actually you know appealing to a lot of people. You take that summary, you put it into AI and say, write a create this into a blog for me. Boom. You've got a blog. And then you can even say create a blog and SEO optimize it. There you go. You've got a blog that's SEO optimized that's appealing to what they're watching on YouTube. Incredible. Yeah. Well <laughs> done, mate. I'm blowing my mind here. I can't wait for one day when I can upload my podcast episodes. And then it'll edit them all for me in video and audio form. It'll spit out what I need, all the little snippet videos. It'll give yeah. me text to the as a summary, yeah. and I won't have to do anything. You know you can do that right now, right? I mean, there's a product called repurpose.io. Right. It will literally do that for you. There, are, There is another product where you can actually upload your YouTube video, and it will take, like, People don't realize that there's actually a graph behind your YouTube. If you put your mouse over the YouTube, you'll actually see a little graph line. So you can, and then what it does, the graph line shows you the parts where people really enjoyed and the parts where they didn't. And so this AI application, I can send you a link to if you like, um, it takes snippets. It cuts snippets of your YouTube automatically and it makes it into smaller videos that you can just upload to all your social channels. So there is products already out there that are doing this. But yeah, and, and and even then, like I said, you know, you can take your YouTube and convert it to rip out the sound, which is obviously what you do anyway, rip out sound. And then from the sound, you can convert it to text. From the text, you can convert it to a blog. And like I said, Repurpose does that for you automatically, just so you know, yeah, Repurpose. Right. Uh, okay. so, so there are products already out there doing what you're asking for. Incredible. You know, Incredible. Yeah. But, but I think you love your VAs anyway, so... Yeah, uh, I'm my own VA. I just didn't. Yeah, you're. Uh, you know what? You, you are a man of all trades that I don't even know. Sometimes I mean, you, you, you're in so many different businesses, and, and I will say it again: you're one of the few podcasters. Because I've been in a number of podcasts. You're one of the few interviewers who actually really are good at what you do. Appreciate. I hope you, I hope you take that on board because I'm being serious, and I'm sure a lot of your other guests would say the same thing, and and they do because I've met a lot of the other people or some of the people that you've interviewed, and I don't think I've ever heard a bad word about you. Oh, much appreciated. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm loving the fact that you're upgrading your microphone now, and yeah, I've got the you know, I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm yeah, I'm, I'm missing the the coffee table that you had before. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's the fusion. <laughs> 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 love it what a, we come full circle that's fantastic love it mate Lorenz, really appreciate you coming on the show again man everybody no. out there check out the fusion brand and all Raz's other businesses i'll put all the links in the show notes he's he knows his stuff and he's a really cool guy to work with as i mentioned i work with him and he's fantastic thank you, if you to, thank you if you want any more information from Raz or you want him to come back and discuss any particular area within this please do write into me and let me know and Raz, anything you'd like to leave us with 
for your last words. Yeah, if there's anything in particular, you know, people want to come directly to me or they have a question or they need some help, um, it's Raz, R-A-Z-Z, at thefusionbrand.com. No A-U on the end, just so you know. So Raz at thefusionbrand.com. I'm happy to help anybody who needs help. Like I said, we, we're not about uh, selling. We're about helping. Pay it forward, as you know. Love it. So. Well, Raz, thank you again, mate. I really appreciate it. Everybody, Thank you for the mate. opportunity. Yeah, no, thank you for the opportunity. Mate, it's been yeah. sensational. Everyone thank out there, you. enjoy. Have a great afternoon. And we'll see you very, very soon for our next episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. Bye for now. Thanks, Raz. Bye. Thanks. Thanks, Darren. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. If you would like to join me as a guest on the show, I would be delighted to collaborate. Feel free to buzz me on 0414 659 800 or email me on darren at suspendedanimation.com.au. I'm always on the lookout for great guests who can share their stories and expertise with my community. Also, if you have been thinking about putting your own podcast together and not sure where to begin, look no further. I run a really simple three-part podcasting course, one-on-one with me, where I walk you through the entire podcasting journey. You will end up with a fantastic new podcast to start sharing right away. Feel free to get in touch to discuss further. But for now, though, have a fantastic day, and I'll see you next time.